Welcome to Next At Bad, everybody. We <laughs> are back. Yeah, welcome back. Well, I'm welcoming us back because well, we're the ones that were gone. <laughs> that's right. We've been gone for quite a while for a variety of reasons, and we're thrilled to be back. We have a new focus. We've, we're like Next At Bat 2.0 at this point. Philip, you want to talk about the new focus? Yeah, that's right. We've, uh, we've taken this time off to uh, just kind of like re- uh, reevaluate where we're at and where we want to go. Mm-hmm. And where we want to go is uh, more national focused. Uh, if you look back at our, how many episodes do we have? About 120 some ish. Um, most of those are Minneapolis uh, improv groups. Most, yep. Uh, probably over 100. Of 126. <laughs> yep. All right. Because uh, that's where we are located. That's where we started. Mm-hmm. And as we were, we started this thing six years ago when we were babies. Mm-hmm. We had only been improvising for like a year or two when we started, right? That's right. Uh, and so as we grew up with the Twin Cities improv community, that's who we're, we're talking to and thinking about and uh, being influenced by. Right. And that's who we knew. Absolutely. But now we're broadening our scope. We're more interested in what's going on across the country, and that's who we're going to be talking to. So to that end, uh, we have a lot of content banked right now and more content to come. Uh, We're going to be going out to festivals more. Uh, So if you have a festival and you want us there, we're available most likely. Yeah, this first one we're going to be at the Madison improv festival the endurance festival the endurance festival it's actually this weekend if you're listening to this when it came out Mm -hmm. uh and several of the i believe nine of the next dozen shows that we have coming out are all national acts so you get to get to hear some different perspectives from groups around the country yeah that's right there's a we i think we got everyone every out-of-town group that came to the twin cities improv festival that sounds right what year was that it was 2018. 2018? Yeah. Uh, but we got all the national, all nine of the out-of-town groups uh, interviewed while mm-hmm. they were here for that. Yep, that's right. Um, before that, we've got a couple of local groups that we recorded that we never got around to releasing. Mm-hmm. And this episode is uh, History Made Up. That's right. Uh, this episode features uh, Will Frazier, who also is interested in uh, national improv and what's going on in different places uh, he likes to travel around and find out what's going on in different cities. And so we're not all that different in that regard. And speaking of restructuring, uh, we're going to have a Patreon launching in about a month now. Yeah. Bad Appreciation Day is coming up April that's 17th. Right. April 17th. And so uh, start appreciating bats. That's right. And so with our new focus, uh, it's not going to be cheap for us to be able to do what we want to do so if you want to help us out uh in our endeavors um please look to support us and you know we're going to do some extra content recording to uh reward that support we're going to start doing afterthought episodes uh just philip and i bantering about what each episode has been about yeah Uh, we like to let the guests talk the episodes are focused on them so we like to let them you know, have their say and hear what they what they have to say. But we're going to do this afterthoughts where we kind of reflect on that afterwards, just Matt and I, what we learned. That's right. And sometimes we talk about what happened in the episode, and sometimes we go off on 
tangents a little bit. And uh, we're also going to be doing uh, the book reviews, improv book club. Yeah, we're going to read improv books and discuss them, and we would love to hear your input too. Absolutely. Uh, And more. There's going to be more content, uh, and we just want to bring more to you, the listener. And if you have ideas and feedback, of course, we always want to hear it. Absolutely. Yeah, so... Get a hold of us through Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, go to our email, uh, any of the above, and uh, and please let us know what you think, what what you think about these new changes, because we're really excited about them. Yeah, good to see you all again. It is good to see you all again, and please spread the word. We are back. And we're here today with Will Frazier of History Made Up. Hey, Will, how are you doing? Good, how are you guys? Doing real good. And as always, I'm joined today by... Philip Simondet. He didn't forget to introduce me. No, I didn't. <laughs> I would never forget, Philip. Never. Yes. In fact, check, check I, don't, the tapes. I don't remember ever forgetting. <laughs> okay. Yep. That's a whole different Bit. thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. And of course, your host, as always, is... Matt McLeod. Uh, so we're going to get right into it, Will. Uh, you're in the Twin Cities right now, just... Uh, just recording some of your podcasts, uh, you were able to get a few done. Could you tell us a bit about what your podcast is for anybody who doesn't know? Yeah. Um, History Made Up is an hour-long podcast. It comes out every Wednesday. Uh, HistoryMadeUp.com. It's on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, all Google, wherever you listen. Um, and what I do is I travel around the country. I visit i knock on doors i visit different people sure, yeah. i get stories uh-huh. i record a story hide, from them hide in cars yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um then i take the story and i reach out to people in the local improv scene yeah and i get a group of improvisers to come in and we do a little improv based on that story there's another the first segment of the show is I introduce everyone, and sure. then I tell a personal story from my life, okay. so listeners can get to know me too. That's great. Yeah. So it, it, it kind of is Armando-ish, kind of, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Arm- uh, as exactly Kat- Armando-ish. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just, yeah, it's just, there's, it's just sort of a montage of long-form scenes. Sure, so, yeah. yeah. As Cat is what they call it in the comedy manual, the sure. UCB book. Yeah. But yeah, Armando, it's whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's same, all the same. It's all the same. <laughs> uh, what led you to wanting to do this? And so you're you're based out of Iowa, yes. And, and uh, but you do you travel around the country to to do this. It's pretty ambitious. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> what 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 led you to thinking about doing this? When I first started taking, I d- I did stand up for a long time. Sure. And the very first day, very first improv class, I immediately fell in love with it. It was like this. Okay. I get this thing. I could do this thing. I love this thing. Yeah. And so I just tore, I went through, took every class I could take, started doing shows at a place in Des Moines called the Last Laugh Comedy Theater. Okay. Which sadly is closed now. Um, but oh. there's, they still do shows around town, just the actual physical building. Sure. Closed yeah. down. The um, company still exists. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Uh, and you, you know, you meet people in these classes. We formed, uh, the people that I was the very that very first class I took, we started a sketch group called the Dog and Pony Show. Cool. We did uh, eight eight different live sketch shows, all original material, 
uh, over the course of three years. Wow. And yeah, we were very proud. We would do a show about every three, four months, mm-hmm. and every show was all brand new, mm-hmm. written, produced, performed uh, by us. And like we, it, it was great. I was, I'm so proud of that still. Like we had sets, props, costumes. Like we had the whole, whole shebang. Sure, it was it, professional. Yeah, very, very much so. Yeah, I was yeah. Very proud of our, our group. We did a great job. Um, that ended because um, some a couple of us were moving away. Some moved sure. to Chicago. I moved to Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what happens when you're in comedy in the in the Midwest. Absolutely. Sort of. Yeah. So I moved out to Los Angeles. Uh, started doing, and was just doing some more improv and uh, improv out there where it's like I'm starting from scratch. So I have to meet all these new people. Yeah. If I'm it, gonna different. form any group, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And man, I went out there and. It was, it was really eye opening, sure. because I was expecting to be like, "All right, here we go. This is big dogs. This is like this is where, this is where the pros come yeah, out to yeah, play." Yeah, you're expecting to be like just tiny. Yeah, yeah, right. And but instead, they're still just beginners. Yeah, it doesn't matter where they are; they're still just beginners. Right. And after just living there for long, like it's so expensive, everything wears on you. I was just so poor all the time. Right. And like, I don't need, I don't need to be here to do this. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so I moved back to Iowa and with my eyes open, like if there's people, if if that's what it's like out there. And I know what it's like here in Des Moines, where it's people have learned over these years and are good. Imagine what all these other small markets are like. They have sure. people that are just as good, if not better. Right. They just don't have that spotlight on them. Absolutely. And money. Yeah, exactly. And so the that combination of I loved going out there to LA and meeting new people, being able to play with new people. Yeah, of course. And so now I I sort of put this thing together where I get to now travel around mm-hmm. and meet new different improvisers everywhere I go and perform with them. Which is awesome. And yeah. And so it's exactly what I wanted to do. So it's like that uh, road dog of stand-up, yeah. except without all the horrible loneliness. <laughs> 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 because I've built in this, you know, I need other people to to do the improv with. And sure. so, and yeah. the improv community uh, in general... Because of its improv, yeah, everyone's very so open and so welcoming, and so right. you know, hey, uh, I'm a stranger, I'm coming to your town. You want to be on my podcast? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's uh, and the reactions I've got have blown me. That was when I first started doing it and sort of like feeling out, like, are people just going to blow me off? And like, who do you, who's this guy think he is? Right. But it's never been like that at all. Every every place I've reached out to, they've gotten back to me. They love the idea. They're excited to have me. Sure. They give me like like you guys when I reach out to you. You know, it's it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming how much positive feedback and reaction that I've got from it. And it's just that's that's the improv community, man. That's if you choose you choose a community your your own community and yet find it it's just a really really good feeling yeah yeah well and you know it's an it's a naturally like it's i'm sorry it's an intrinsically like cooperative art form exactly so i mean it sounds like this is kind of playing on that but in a more real life aspect yeah 
Exactly. Yeah. I'm taking uh, boots on the ground. Yeah. Boots on the ground viral. That's yeah. What, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to slowly just make my way across the country, you know, popping out back from Des Moines. And that's another reason that when I got the idea, I wanted to move back to Des Moines because it's centrally from, located. It's centrally located and travel is so less expensive. Yeah. You know? Sure. So I can just p- go back to Des Moines, pop, pop out to Omaha, pop up to Minneapolis, mm-hmm. go right back down. Like, Kansas City. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, where are some places that you've been to do the History Made Up History Made Up? <laughs> podcast um so far this is my third city uh out well outside of des moines so i i was i recorded um probably two months a little more than two months worth of episodes in des moines okay uh, since i'm from there and i know the people i was able to really get a spread net, like people. i grabbed yeah, right. every single person in the yeah. improv scene in des moines at least in one episode you know they're in there somewhere um and then i've been to cedar falls mm-hmm. uh some some kids that are in a college improv group at UNI. Sure. They yeah. reached out to me, went up there, did a couple great shows up there, went over to, I was in Omaha just last week. Mm-hmm. And, With uh, like the backline folks? Yep, exactly. The, oh, yeah, the backline folks, they were so good to me, man. <laughs> Isn't I, Dylan Dylan's <laughs> Dylan's like one of the best guys. I'm so, yeah. it's so great like to meet the people that run the theaters and stuff and that mm-hmm. have done it and know what people want and like how to make everything easier. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so yeah, uh, Dylan's great. Everyone, the backline was great. Absolutely. I got, I had uh, two amazing episodes over there. So now I'm here in Minneapolis mm-hmm. and I've recorded two episodes already. Uh, one with Jorts and one with uh, Blackout, mm-hmm. and both of them are hilarious. I can't, I can't wait for everyone to hear those episodes. They're so funny. Two very, very, very fun groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you go to these different cities, do you notice like a difference in like styles? Cause, cause, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's in Cedar Falls at you and I. Um, if you, yeah. If you listen to those episodes, you're gonna he- you'll hear they're sort of newer to improv. Sure. So yeah. like those real base things that like people have been doing in a while sort of forget. They're like on it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Uh, since it's an audio podcast, who, what, and, where? Yes, exactly. Yeah. They do, they knock out who, what, where, and then they paint the picture. Like sure. no yeah. no other group has been has been so much like in the bricks are weathering and there's water dripping down. Sure. Like they really painted mm-hmm. the picture of the of the scene uh really well. It's not too much of a difference because sure. you know, it's still just long form it's just long form scenes. But of course, uh, yeah. it's but yeah, it's it is, it's those little things. Mm-hmm. Characters and uh the sound effects of this episode are brought to you by Berman, my dog. Yeah, you. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, it's fine. <laughs> Is Berman humping the pillow or just no, walking? He's, he's, he's just, just walking around. Getting, yeah, there he's he just getting comfortable. He's just trying to find a spot. Oh, there. that he's little guy. Him. He's adorable. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Hi, bud. Anyways. Anyways, yeah. Um, and I, I also, I guess, I've sort of only stayed sort of close so far. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think the more I go out, the more differences I'm going to see. Right, right. You know, I th- every I think sort of everyone around here is really affected, like the Chicago style. We're in sure. the Midwest, yeah. so that I.O. Chicago style right. is going to be... Character-based. Exactly. Yeah. That's going to be what most people are comfortable with. Right. Well, we, we mentioned Dylan Rohde earlier, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, Dylan basically kind of set the 
the tone for that whole city because you know the, there was there wasn't much improv there until Dylan opened the backline. Yeah, uh, and you know his background being partially character driven and then partially like he studied he worked at UCB and then studied there. Right, uh, and so it kind of he has a very specific and unique really kind of style that Omaha brings. And so yeah, we I was just uh, oh, yeah. curious if you notice things like going from town to town oh yeah so. there's definitely little differences yeah. sure yeah so you you started this with the intention of just you know like you said kind of road dogging it and uh and checking everything checking out like different parts of the the country and um ultimately do you have like a set goal in mind like you know that you've done it when ideally yeah i would do this forever Excellent. Ideally, I'm 80 years old and welcome to history, made up. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, but like right now, my goal is 50 states. That's awesome. Hit That's all great. 50, uh, hit all 50 states and go from there. Mm-hmm. That I, I'm guessing that's going to take me about three years. Wow. That's ambitious. That's super ambitious. <laughs> yeah. But it's what I, you know, like... The main goal of this is to spread the get the spotlight on these local performers that I know yeah, are yeah. good. That's, I know are talented. Sounds like a really familiar goal. <laughs> <laughs> like I love lo- the whole reason I even do podcasts. Yeah, is because of Earwolf. Oh, okay, and, sure. Like uh, Scott Ackerman, Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah, Improv for Humans and Spontaneous Nation. Yep. Especially. I love them. I love everyone they have on there. Mm-hmm. There's about 40 people they rotate. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You think there's only 40 people that are funny and can do improv? Right. That's crazy. Yeah, That's ridiculous. Correct. Yeah. Right. So I want to just try to spread it as much as I can and get. I want people to. Like the old, the thing that's going to really make me happy is when I open up my Twitter or something and someone's like, some stranger is like, who was that guy on this episode? They were just great. Nice. Like, yeah. You yeah. know, I that's and I want to follow that's an them. Awesome and I goal. Yeah, yeah. That's I want to uh, yeah, I want to open up the eyes and especially I want to get people out. Many you guys, man, you guys have a you guys are really lucky here. Like Minneapolis supports theater and comedy yeah. and going out like so well. Des Moines Mm-hmm. I loved I loved Des Moines. Is the reason right. I moved back there. Hard to get people. They in will seats. not go out to comedy sure. unless they've seen them on TV. Huh. They just won't. Yeah, people mm. don't do it unless they're like related to the people that are having the show, friends with people that are having the show. Yeah. but just random people on a Friday Saturday night. Maybe they'll go to the Funny Bone. Yeah, if they've seen that guy. On it's TV. a damn hard hurdle to overcome. Yeah, it's a real hard hurdle. Yep. And 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 that's and so my idea how, how of do you think you grab do those yeah. local people to tell the stories. Sure. Oh, I know him. I know him. He's my weatherman. I'll listen. I'll listen to this. Sure. Yeah. And so and then I sort of sneak sneakily get <laughs> yeah. get local comedy into their heads. You know. So you're you're doing your part to try to help, you know, normalize improv for people and and you know make it an, a viable option for regular entertainment yes exactly cool every and yeah everywhere i go that's what i want to that's why i want to 
I, that's why I don't like, you know, bring the crew with me on the road. Where I want to show the local. No, these are the local people. Uh-huh. You know, come see these people. Right. Yeah. How do you know when you've had? Uh, I mean, you, you've had a bunch of shows at this point. Yeah. And it's it's a good show. Like Thank fr- you. from my personal experience. <laughs> uh, but how do you know when you've had when you've really nailed it? Like, what's the difference between a good show and a show where you're like, oh yeah, that was that was good. That yeah. was nice. Um, it's funny you ask that because just. Not this week, but last week, uh, episode six, when we re- released that one, I labeled it every like everywhere on Facebook, on social media, everywhere. I was like, I don't know if I should have favorites, but this episode is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's a matter of it's it, part of its chemistry, yes. getting that right, pe- getting the right people yep. in the room. I think that that might even be the biggest part of it because I'm going in, I'm just sort of asking groups of people to come, and I don't right, really right. know their style. I don't know. But when it when it like clicks in like that and um, oh this person's the initiator this person's the sharer this person's the helper this person like when it all clicks together there's just that feeling where it's like oh yeah this is this is working this is right working. and I think um, that episode oh we actually uh, we brought it back around too like uh, sometimes it happens sometimes it doesn't. Sure. But in that episode, it and it came back around like seamlessly, like it wasn't forced. It wasn't. Right. It, it was just one of those smooth Harold moments. I was gonna say it's like a good Harold. Yeah, exactly. It's just one of those good Harold moments where it's like, oh wow, that is how you do it. Yeah. Like <laughs> little little Montel Jordan. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, Don't give me that look, Philip. You knew exactly what I was talking about. I sure do. The funny. <laughs> The the crazy like the thing about that, I've had there's been oh man eight or nine episodes where we've recorded it and like at the end of it after everyone leaves I'm just like oh my god I don't even I don't I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to release that and then and then you look at the editing and I, well it's not even the editing I oh. go back and the difference of the theater of the mind yes yeah and sitting mm-hmm. in the room and like people looking back at you like. Oh, what are we doing now? Like they right. don't, you can't pick up on that. And right. so when you just hear, it plays completely it differently. Plays completely yeah. differently, and they've all turned out. There's only been, there's only been one episode <laughs> <laughs> that I that I just couldn't release. I couldn't, I couldn't release it. Yeah. Yeah. We we don't we don't do that. <laughs> we still release. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird, like it was a perfect storm of the guest I had. Uh, oh, this is also where I learned a lesson of I I take my recorder and I go record the story. Sure. I don't bring the person in the studio to tell the story anymore. Oh. Because if, if Ooh, you listen happens? to the first like three episodes, three or four episodes, yeah. the person, the guest storyteller sitting in the studio I with guess us. I didn't realize you I, changed that. Yeah. I, did, okay. I sort of changed it up without saying anything. He didn't really know what he was getting into improv-wise. Sure. He didn't really know yep. what improv was. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a uh, he worked at public television station, so which people like that are great for stories because it's their job to work on stories. So sure. My, yeah. My thought was just pick your favorite one and then tell that one. But he immediately was like the the opening scene that we that we always do uh, in the show. 
he was immediately like, oh, my God, like, oh, I don't know know about this. And so when it turned into the segment of, okay, tell us a story, he was like, he was just like, like he was all sort of shut down. And like, oh, well, this one time I did a story about these people. Okay, why don't you tell us that story? Like it was he wasn't into it anymore. And then when we went to do the improv, he gave us so little. Yeah. There was we no, were no details. ringing rocks, man. There yeah. was just nothing. We were just circling back on each other, yeah. and it just, yeah. It wasn't fun. It wasn't good, yeah. so whatever. I well, don't know. Speaking of no fun and no good, <laughs> now's the time in the show where I throw the microphone over to Philip Simondet for a brand new segment that we call Philip's Corner. It's Philip's Corner. Philip's Corner. Bang. Welcome to Philip's Corner. Thank uh, you. This is a brand new segment of the show. That this I'm a... is how Philip does. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot get away from that song. Uh, this is a brand new section we're going to try out today where I'll ask you a question. Um, we'll call it Philip's Corner. Okay. Uh, I've never tried it before. Hopefully it works. <laughs> Will. Yes. You marry me? Uh, are are you married? I already, I already said yes. Can I go back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to edit that out of order. <laughs> d- d- damn. <laughs> Will you marry yeah. me? And then you say yes. yes. And it's uh, Cut official. to next question. Yeah. <laughs> I- improviser instincts. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, are you married? No, I'm not. Ever been? No. Do you have a... Uh, do you want to be married? Oh, yeah. Some. Yeah, for sure. Someday. Do you have a plan? <laughs> no, no, not a, a marriage plan. No way. No marriage plan. Proposal plan. No, no D- divorce plan. Ooh, no. How how much do you plan your life versus experience it as you go? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question, Philip. Um, I get there eventually. Sometimes. <laughs> I I think until I started this podcast, it was probably like ninety five percent just go. Yeah. Five percent planning. Wow. But now like I worked in TV production for many years. So right when I started doing it, it was like, okay, I got a lockdown and I know how to do this stuff. This is just all about organizing and con and communicating with people to, you know, get it and so now it's oh man, everything's planned out now. It's because you have like yeah. a goal you're working toward. Like you care about it more yeah. instead of just exactly. Doing it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So now everything, I mean, everything's planned out. My days are all the same. Like, <laughs> I wake up early, I make phone calls trying to find guests or um, improvisers or theaters that will have me. Then I go to work. Then I come back from work. Then I host a daily, seven days a week, except when I'm traveling, a daily just open improv practice down at the Des Moines Social Club. That's awesome. Wow. Every day from 630 I to 7:30. Whoever wants to come down, there's just people there and we're practicing long form improv. And wow. so uh I do that and then I come back home. Most of the time most of the time it's the morning where I look for people to ask to tell the stories and then nighttime when I reach out to improvisers. Because <laughs> yeah, yes. That makes sense. <laughs> the business people are up in the morning yep. and the improvisers are up at night. So yeah. Yep. So they yeah, and then that's pretty much that's just every day. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Cool. Huh. That has been a very special episode. <laughs> yeah of, of Blossom. Phillips Corner. Oh. 
Yay! I survived Philip's quarter. Will, are you ready to do some improv? Oh, yeah. All right. Next up, Pat! No, I said maybe not quite 20. Well, it needs it, to get to 20. Is it 20 or is it almost 20? I'm saying maybe not quite 20. No, it. this is a science. It has to be exact or it's not going to... Okay, I, I went to the... We're just going to guess Science Academy... So oh, for fuck's sake. Oh boy. So and I'm the head scientist on this particular lab. I so. don't know how you got that promotion in front of me. Um I just did. No. I just did. Yeah. Okay. okay. Because I apparently excel at people skills. I have the soft skills necessary. So This is a hard science. We need hard skills. Mm-hmm. You have such rigid thinking. You need flexible thinking in the sciences. Okay, I mean, I still, if we don't get that up to twenty parts per million, it's not going to work. Okay, that's just we know that. I'm saying, I'm the lead here. Maybe somewhere in the twentyish range. The margin of error is point zero zero two plus or minus. Can you can you maybe up that plus or minus a bit? Because I'm not very comfortable with that. I don't think we can. I think his numbers are very exact. Okay, but I don't believe it. Like I don't feel that, and my feelings are very important in this particular experiment. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. So, can you... uh, Can you just please validate my feelings? I'm sorry, what? Can you validate my feelings with your scientific findings? No, scientific, scientific findings are about facts, okay? They're not about validating your feelings. But I got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. Okay. All right, I'll follow your lead, your lead okay, Dr. Okay. Thompson. Okay, thank you. Now, as our esteemed colleague has pointed out, uh, uh, mm-hmm. your your the neighbor, esteemed boss colleague. Sorry, uh, how did you get promoted above us? People um, skills, obvious people skills. You know, t- technically, twenty parts per million. Yes, exactly, is in the neighborhood of twenty. It is. So you are right. It oh. is in that neighborhood. I feel you're, like you're I feel like you're right. validating my feelings right now. Super. Could you just take one step away from the beaker and maybe let us do it though, just to be safe? You know, I like the way you're speaking with me. I will take a step away from the beaker because I want to. Those shoes are beautiful, by the way. I just noticed while you were stepping back, I hadn't seen him yet today. But he's wearing one shoe and one flip flop. Like he couldn't decide what to yeah, wear. This because way. that's my soul. That is my soul. I could feel it. I could feel it. That's why I thought it looked Thompson, so good. Thompson, I am going to promote you to my number one. Wait, what? Yes. All right, yes. All right, good. I know it was between the two of you, which means that Richards, for fuck's sake, you are fired. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oof. Sorry. H- how me. does it feel to be a rigid thinker? For you know what? I'm gonna see. Richards, you're not actually fired, but I wanted to show you what it was like to be on the wait, receiving end of rigid thinking. Wait, am I? Do I work here? You I'm, do work here. Am I fired or am I not fired? You know it's what? A, it's a very clear it's, yes or no. It is up to you. Oh, you have the power. It is up to you. Quick sidebar. Sidebar. And did I get that promotion? Is that real or was that just do you is want that it? up to me? Yeah, I do. All right. Well, you tell me the range of rays that you want, and we'll figure it out. I would like between 
$1. Yes. And $50,000. I can work with that. He's going to give you $1. I don't think he is. In my heart, I think I think he's going to be closer to that 50000 You're late. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be. I mean, I mean, I guess I could say I didn't mean to be, but quite frankly, I wasn't really paying that much attention, Greg. Uh, look, okay, it's fine. We'll just have to skip your interview with uh, the president. He's not all that important anyway. He's, bad, he's a bad question asker. Yeah. Um, you know, quite... I really actually want to still do that interview. I like answering bad questions. No, you can't. Okay, there's not enough time, okay, because that, that was slated uh-huh. uh, from 1 o'clock to one fifteen. It's right. already one ten. There's only five minutes of that. By the time we got there, it'd be... Mr. President! Mr. President! You're supposed to be gone. You're hello? To- yes. Oh, hello, son. Hello. Yeah. I was just wondering if I could get, like, I don't know, maybe, like, three, four questions before you have to leave? Oof. I guess. I mean, you got you're barely in time. Got to go shake some hands outside before I leave, you know, so. No, I, I understand. <laughs> Mr. President, we're so sorry that we're late. Uh, we just, we spent too long grooming the cat, and uh, we, we only have five minutes until we need to leave. We're more of a dog person, really. Oh, well, that's uh, okay. That's Is that your first question, sir? Oh, that's no. That's not a question. That, that wasn't a question. Thompson, was... that's not a question. Okay. Uh, I like this kid. I like this kid. Yeah, yeah. This is, uh, I don't know if your teacher explained it, but... Uh, one of my things is I, I like to bring kids in and just ask them some, some questions. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited to do this. Okay, uh, I'm glad you're able to make it in. Um, Did right. you guys get to the questions? We have literally four minutes now until lunchtime, and lunch has to be on time. Okay, I'm very strict about lunchtime. Yeah, Your teacher's a real pain, huh? Yeah, right. Trying to boss a president around and all that. Yeah, it's a really good question. Yeah, he is. He is a real pain. Here's here's what I think about that in 500 words or less. Oh, my fucks. my teacher, Mr. Rudmanovich. Oh, now it's Mr. Rudmanovich. Before it was Greg. Yeah. Well, you know what? Can I give my answer? Please, please. Okay. I'm trying to pass civics right now, Mr. President. Mm, so important, important subject. My teacher, Mr. Rudmanovich, he's a real crab sometimes, and I think that it's because he doesn't sleep particularly well. The reason why I think he doesn't sleep particularly well is because he takes his job very seriously, and sometimes us kids don't really learn in his class. Mostly it's because our behavior is very poor, and so he has to stop and and try to get us back on track sometimes. And really, that's our fault, not his fault. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think you kids should be blaming yourselves for that. You don't? Because I've started seeing a therapist about how guilty I feel. See, that's that's your your teachers putting you on these guilt trips. That that that's not okay. That is not okay. It's not. No, I mean, I'm 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 happy you're seeing a therapist. That's good. You're getting some breakthroughs. Uh huh. I think there might be some real damage here, though. I think there oh. might be some real damage being done in this classroom. So what are you saying? Are you saying that my teacher is abusive? Oh, I didn't say that. I did not say that. I just um, because I did to to my therapist. Oh, okay. All right. Well, maybe he is. First of all, you have one minute and forty seconds. And what are you? Why are you talking about me to your therapist? Well, and then my therapist said that that she was um, legally obligated to report any crimes or any harm that was. There's been no crime. There's no harm. I'm just very 
Tom, um, punctual on the time. Why'd okay, you say punctual? Like, like you like to punch me. Do you punch these kids? No, Mr. President. You cannot lie to a president. You're under oath. Thompson, you know that I do not punch any of you children, okay? You just said that you're punctual oh to us. I heard that. Look, Thompson, I'm. what you said earlier was pretty insightful, okay? I, I do care about this job a lot. I know. I've uh, planned my whole life around it. Before, yeah. I was just going through the motions. Wandering aimlessly? Yeah, I was just like punching in, punching out. Yeah, God, you punch a lot. Punch so Gosh. much. <laughs> you're such a violent person. Yeah. Do I need to get Secret Service in here? Do you feel safe? I, I don't really, especially if you're leaving in the next 15 seconds. Like, Look, the like everybody, everyone, to. calm down. Calm down, okay? Let's just have a drink. I've got some wine uh, punch coolers. How I, oh, God, you're punching again. That's not okay. I don't know. He's been up for a really long time, and I think that he's feeling kind of, uh, I don't know. What's the right word? Punchy. 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 He's oh. feeling punchy. God, now I don't feel safe with either of you. Y'all don't look like you're from around here. No, we're uh, we're just passing through. No, we're yeah. not. Well, it's, it's my bar. I'm Terry. It's my bar. So. It's nice. I like it's, it. Um, it's uh, rustic or... Yeah. Yeah. Rustic. That, that's a good word for it. It's quaint. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll pretend like that doesn't insult me. Uh, What can I get y'alls? Well, d- I was just using your name. Your name tag says... Hi, I'm Quaint. Uh-huh. It's pronounced Quint. Named oh. after a character from Jaws. Jaws, yeah. Oh. You're going to need a bigger bar. Hey, that's a good one. That's a good one, man. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna burn that into a piece of wood, and I'm going to hang it up inside of here. Yeah, well, I mean, just about every piece of wood has a saying from a movie burnt into it currently. <laughs> that's right. That's how we do things in here. Yeah. I appreciate that. You can't handle the truth right uh-huh. there to your left. I like the one that just says rosewood, and it's a piece of rosewood. Wow. It's not my favorite. My wife, she likes that meta bullshit, but that ain't, all, that ain't my favorite. But mm. thank you. Thank you for pointing it out. It's very quaint. Mm-hmm. Quint. It's pronounced quint. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, May, you, so your names? I'm sorry. I was being so rude. How did you know my name was May? I, I just, I, that was just dumb luck right there. Yeah. Dumb luck. I'm not wearing my name tag. Which is rare for her. She normally uses I normally a, wear a name, name tag and a helmet. She loves talking to people. She I just do. loves meeting new folks. Well, that's super. I mean, you come to the right place. We're friendly folk in Apparently, here. Apparently. Yeah, mm. You know our name. Well, well, do you know his name? No. What's your name, Guy? <gasps> oh, my, oh, my gosh. How did you know? Huh? I'm Guy. Hi, I'm Guy. What? No way! Yes. Am I secretly wearing my name tag? You no, no, no I no. promise okay. there is no name tag I on mean, there. It's in your underwear, like it usually. Oh, uh, were you underwear testing? You oh, that, come on now, that's testing. All right, I peek in almost everyone's underwear comes in here. Oh, that is that is such a good party trick. Thank you. It's it's just a little quirky thing I do, you know. There is that wood plaque up there that says wood. You mind me looking under there, and then uh, the question under where? Yeah, and then exactly. Yeah, I like that one. That's a cute one. I I think that's from 
Saving Private Ryan. Yep, yeah, Saving it. Private Ryan. That's from my. That's my favorite movie, Saving Private Ryan. Uh huh. There's also if you look behind you, there's just one that's just a uh, scream spelled out. That's also from Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> It's also, yeah, it's also so many H's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh, so, I'm, are you thirsty? I'm sorry. Do you want? Did you want anything to Ooh, drink? Yeah. Okay. Ooh. So, give me a beer. Well, okay. Beer. Well, Twenty five beers uh, on tap. Just, just okay. Most usually when you want me to pick my favorite. When we when we watch a movie, they just order a beer. Yeah, they do. And, oh, and always right. wanted to I'm do that. Confused. We we've actually we're on a road trip trying to find quaint bars where that actually uh-huh. happens in real yeah. life. Yeah, give me so a beer, and then they give just me give me a beer. We thought that since this one was called Quaint's Bar, yeah, we Quaint. Thought, once again, we had it's, hopes. It's pronounced Quint. I know my parents they put that A in there just to mess with me, but uh, oh, did they not like you when you were born? Oh, uh, I'm just. Well, obviously they didn't. I'm. I don't know why you jumped to that. Well, I mean, it's. I mean, it's clear they wouldn't have put an extra letter. I mean, like my name, for instance, is spelled M A H A Y May. Okay. See now, it seems to me. No, it's I'm May. just a small town guy. Not me. That maybe you have a couple extra letters in your name as well. Well, that, sir, is a damn lie. You yeah. call me a liar? May has you can come into my own bar same. and you can call me a liar. Hold on, guy! Guy spelled G-U-H-A-Y. Guy. Well, no one, see, now I understand why y'all like that uh, screen board up there because it has all those H's so in it. H's. Y'all got oh, all those H's, H's in there. H's just make me feel like home. Of course, because the word home. Oh, are you just reading that, that board up above my head? <laughs> yes, the one that says H's just make me feel like home. Yep. Yeah, that that's from Terms of Endearment. Mm. Classic. That's my favorite movie quote. Well, there goes the helicopter. I guess it's official. We we live here now. There's no going back. I'm no going back now. You and me on this island. We get to build our dream house, and it's just us and no one else. (laughs) Oh, oh. Oh, God. When when you signed up for that reality show, you thought there'd be more than literally just the two of us on an island, right? Yes. Uh, My understanding, there would be a group. Yeah, I thought, like, Survivor, like, there's a whole film crew, and you're just, like, pretending to be stranded right this is okay just uh you and me and this wildlife and these loincloths and sticks that they gave us yeah that was definitely an elephant elephant. that was definitely an elephant what island has elephants okay okay i get i get it okay so instead of other contestants, they've brought us out here with, and they've dropped a bunch of animals. So it's like that's why it's called Menagerie Island. Yeah. Okay, we're competing with the animals. So we're okay. we we're obviously the human team. Okay. So that the, you know, there's another elephant. If we heard one, there's a pair <laughs> of them. Okay, that that might be the other one. I don't know. Why didn't they call it Noah's Island? That's, I mean, that would have been a good working title, also. I I'm not a fancy TV producer. I don't know. Look. 
I feel like we're going into this, people think that we have the advantage because like humans have taken over the planet. Yep. But that's like with technology and society. We, I don't think we can take on an elephant with these sticks. No. Oh no. These. Uh, oh, there's a snake. Oh yeah. Oh, there's another one too. No, it's. They definitely should have called this Noah's Island. I mean, there's de- two. They missed out. I think you know. Well, how about the? You know, they they want to rush us. They want to rush us into playing this and like killing. I'm not going to use violence. What if we play the long game? What if we set up a society? We set up technology. Give us a couple hundred years. Yeah. All we need to do is create society. Just yeah. Just just Bill Bill and Jim. We're we're the new Adam and Eve. Okay. Bill and Jim. They're going to write books about us. Cut to one year later. I don't know how I'm not pregnant yet. I've been trying. I know. And I, uh, I mean, I, I'm th- getting worried. Could it be our, our diets? Do you think it's? Do you think it's me? I did not say that. I'm not trying to blame I you. I feel like you think it's me. I do not. I'm not trying to blame you. <sighs> I've been eating plenty of elephant meat. Okay, I, I was just going to ask about your diet, but um, I maybe guess it's that's not it. The, the elephant died of natural causes, so maybe it's not good meat. I only got sick three times. After uh, after we ate it, so I I mean, and I I thought it was morning sickness, so I got my hopes up. But all right, fine. We no. said after a year that we'd switch. You try getting me pregnant. Oh, okay. <laughs> Next up, and that's our show. Thank you to Will Frazier. Thanks for having me. It was so much fun. Yeah, and uh, Will, how can people find history made up? HistoryMadeUp.com is the website. History Made Up on Twitter. History Made Up on Instagram. And it's on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. Wherever you get your podcast, you'll be able to find it. It's free. Philip, how can people get a hold of us? Like us on Facebook.com slash NextStepBat. Send us an email, NextStepBatPodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, NextStepBatPod. Uh, if you do, I will ask you Philip's Corner questions. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, you can see us on our Instagram, uh, Next at Bat Podcast on Instagram. You can follow us there as well. And uh, coming soon, uh, Patreon. You can go to iTunes, rate and review us, let us know what you think, because we want to know. Tune in two weeks from now when we're going to have Juliet and Juliet on. They are two local improvisers from Minneapolis, but boy, howdy, do they travel, and they are good. Improvised Shakespeare. It's going to be great. 